Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. A skinny dipping couple in deep dark summer, cheating on their lovers, finding a body in the water, and delighting in how much more dangerous and risque their behavior has become. Alright, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, uh, a beautiful cover here, which is partly what enticed me, and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, so, non-fiction, true crime drama, I would say. Um, author is John Berent, uh, came out in 1994, which I think is also another part of its charm, which we'll get into here. Um, it is a true, true page-turner. Um, it is is rich with characters, uh, a sense of mystery, scandal. It is very charming as well, cl and clever. <laughs> um, very compelling. Just throwing a bunch of uh, adjectives at you. Um, yeah, it, it was a longer book, but... One of the shortest reads I'd had in a while at that point uh, is near 400 pages in this hardcover edition. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just saw it at my one of my local used bookstores, and I was like, this is intriguing. It kind of looks ominous. And I was like, orange is an interesting choice of text on this green. Just from like an aesthetic perspective, I was like, this image and the title, and I was like, this, I, I might be into this. I'll read you some of the uh, blurbs on the back because they also, like, I'd, I had never heard of this book. I didn't know about the story. I just saw the cover, read the back, bought it, and was very happy that I did. So here's the praise. Uh, two out of four of them, anyway, I'll read. Forceful, clear, gripping. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil is the best nonfiction novel since In Cold Blood and a lot more entertaining. Since Berent's book has everything going for it, snobbism, ruthless power, voodoo, local color, and a totally evil aestheticism. I read it till dawn. John Berent has the ability to make the truth read like an exciting novel. This book is original, funny, and bleak, and it beckons quite alluringly to armchair adventurers who are as curious about human nature as about the nature of certain places, I finished reading it convinced that Savannah itself may be the greatest performance artist of our day. So, um, that, th those, those were the two longer uh, bits of praise. There's two shorter ones, too. But, yeah, all of that just gripped me, and I was like, yep, I'm in. I'm sold. I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting into exactly, but I'm going to get into it, and I think I'm going to like it. And I did. It was just, yeah, again, definition of page-turner, incredibly entertaining. Um, and like someone said there, like, who was it? Anne Beattie. Uh, ability to make the truth read like an exciting novel. Like, this is nonfiction. And it starts off as like this true crime kind of thing. Um, but I mean, this the city of Savannah is a massive character here. Uh, the setting usually is a character, you know, in a way. Um, for a lot of books, but this is like, yeah, again, when you, you, there's so many like cliche phrases, but they fit so well here, uh, colorful characters, check, yeah, like that's in here, um, I don't know if I would say it's suspenseful, or 
It's not a suspense or a thriller. It has this crime drama element, except that it goes way off the rails there and explores all these other things and just dives into all these other people's stories um, that, that are loosely and sometimes intimately attached to the, the original crime. Um, but yeah, again, it's, it's just written in such a way that has a pull. Like, I just couldn't wait to get my hands on it again and keep reading and keep reading and keep reading. Um, I think that there's also, if you have heard the podcast S-Town and you enjoyed it, I think you will like this. There's a bit of humor. So S-Town, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it starts off the same premise of like, True crime, there's like something going on here, something's fishy, something happened, let's investigate, and it takes a couple left turns, and like, but there's humor along the way. Very tongue-in-cheek, both the podcast and and this book. So getting back to the book, I think that if you like a great story, you will like this book. Uh, Rich characters, the setting is so important for this. Uh, has a sense of mystery and scandal. That's that's another huge word for the scandal. If you like spilling tea, then I think you'll like this. Um, I love spilling tea. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just I can't. I just have to admit I I really enjoy gossip. I enjoy spilling tea. I'm very curious. I want to know what happened. I want all the details. And um, yeah, this book gives you that. This book just goes into it. Uh, again, I don't think you would have to be familiar with the case at all to enjoy it. I don't even think that this is like... That's the thing, when I'm thinking about who would like this book, I don't think even it's like, oh, you like nonfiction stuff? You'll like it. I mean, like, fiction or nonfiction, it doesn't matter. Like, the story is so good. The writing is so good. The characters in here are so filled out. And you just... Again, it's there's this tongue-in-cheek, humorous nature to things. Um... Yeah, there's crime, and there's, like, things happening in here that are not cool, but they're not presented in, like, this really dark, ominous way. Like, that's the thing. Like, the cover, I thought this was going to be a lot darker. And, I mean, with the type of crime and stuff, like, it's not friendly, happy stuff. But the book doesn't read that way. Like, the characters that are being talked to and written about are just, like, so vibrant um, again, amongst this, this Savannah backdrop is just beautiful. So, um, yeah, again, compelling and rich, all the other adjectives I said that I don't want to repeat. Uh, but it, again, a true page turner, super good book. Um, is it important? No, I don't think so. Uh, but it, it serves a function of entertainment, uh, to the point where it's top shelf. For me, this is top shelf, top shelf entertaining book, um, I love it. It's really good. I definitely would impress it upon others who want just like a really good read. Like you're into a good yarn, a good story, fantastic writing, amazing characters. Like, and this is not fantastical. This is like real world setting and is nonfiction. Um, but again, I don't think fiction or nonfiction that wasn't, I don't know. It was just like, okay, wow, that's a really good story and really great writing and I just enjoyed it thoroughly. So, um, usually, I will say, in case you're, you're new to the book reviews, or reviews of any kind of general, 
usually for me to put something on the top shelf, it's got to be what I would call important. It has to like challenge me in a certain way and like really be like activate my my introspective being and like this book doesn't really do that like someone here talked about how uh it was ann Beatty again um curious if you're curious about human nature and like yeah i guess but it doesn't it doesn't read as this thing that like pushes you or challenges you at least not me and yet, this is still top shelf for me. Again, top shelf entertainment, beautifully written, great characters, awesome, awesome book. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Check it out.